0: Hi there, welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show where we come give you two or three news stories. We're gonna cheat this week and give you an extra one and send you on your way with one cool library fact. Uh, To this week, uh, we have a very fun guest, Mari. Miss Mari from Southwest Regional. How are you doing today?
1: Hello, thank you for having me. I am so overly thrilled of being here. I got a chance to catch up with some of the Tech Talks, actually a lot of them. And I love it. I'm excited to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Maury out at Southwest Regional Library. She's one of our star teen librarians. Well, you do way more than teens. You do all the children's stuff. All youth. All youth. youth. It's awesome. So it's a lot of fun out there. But we got a lot on the show today. So I'm going to just jump right in and hit share on our browser to get people started. Um, This is the first uh, story that Ms. Maury actually brought us this story. Um, There's a brand new bike helmet coming out that is a smart helmet. And I know you're thinking, why the heck do I need a smart helmet? But this one actually is really nice in that it will know and put up a turn signal for you on the back of your helmet, going back and forth. Um, And one of the coolest things, I'm so glad you found this for us. um, I love that safety feature when, if it comes to a sudden stop. It automatically will call 911 or your emergency contact for you. That's craziness.
1: Yeah, a lot of smart watches. Like I have a Fitbit and mm-hmm. uh, there's other brands uh, that do that. If your heart is accelerated, um, it, it could mean anything, but most likely you were in an accident and it automatically calls your emergency contact.
0: Yeah. And yeah, totally I just nice. think it's a really nice thing. I've been using not smart helmets whenever I ride outside, but I've got lighted helmets, all the much nicer, newer bike helmets and things like that. Now, Miss Maury, yes, did yes. you know when you recommended this story to me this week that tomorrow is national bike, to work day.
1: Yay! <laughs> so,
0: um, anybody out there who's watching us in the, in the future, You know, if you don't catch this live today or on on Thursday, Thursday or Friday, uh, the third Friday of of May every year is National Bike to Work Day. Uh, It's a chance to try and get people out there and riding bikes and doing it. It's they pick that day because it's the nicest all around the country. For the most part, it's it's not too warm. It's not too cold. Everybody can get out there and do it. How often have you ever tried to ride your bike to work?
1: I have my bike tour, especially when I, well, here it's very urban and I honestly don't feel that comfortable. Well, first of all, I live and work very, the distance is very far for me to go on bike, but actually my husband had ride his his bike from Hollywood, Florida to Miami Beach where he works as a commute. He loves it. So, so, um, actually, I, I talked to him about this, his helmet he knew before I, I did (laughs) and he was telling me that, you know, he, he does a lot of competitive cycling. So, Mm -hmm. not necessarily competitive, but as a commuter, um, he said that it's fabulous and. I we talked about the retail price and he said mm, that's it's 129 they're going for. Yeah, I think said, so. Scroll back like, up to that. me. To me, that's kind of expensive for a helmet bike, but he says that helmet bike, um, bike helmets tend to be like really good ones,
0: but mm-hmm. go
1: as high as I like. $200 or more depending on the brand and how yeah. you know, fit they are and our aerodynamic. But for this one, this, the, he loves the, the safety features.
0: Yeah. It's yes. $79 for this one. If you go out and do the crowdfunding platform right now and 129, um, if you wait for after it to be done with that 12 ounces for a helmet, though, is amazing. And it's just yes. some of the old fashioned ones were just so heavy. It was crazy. But yeah, yeah, I used to uh, when I was out at the Margate Library, and when I was up at the Northwest Regional Library, I would ride my bike back and forth to work. I did two thousand miles one year, going ride my bike everywhere around the county. It was great. It was yeah. so much fun.
1: Like so with a helmet like this, like someone like I don't feel safe in an urban area. Like I mm-hmm. I used to live in Paris. I lived in Paris for a year. And before, I couldn't afford to use the train every day and pay for the train, so <laughs> I rode my bike. And yeah. I and mean, around the Concord, it's very dangerous, and I was just like a daredevil. But I feel that um, with a helmet like this, I will feel more comfortable, especially in an urban setting where I, you know, people can see if I'm stopping, my signals, right, left. Yes, you don't have to rely on yep. your hands, like to tell where you're going. Very cool. Like how it technology is. can enhance, you know, your, your ride, but also yet yeah, the safety part of it that people can see you.
0: And that's yeah. a great segue for our next story there. You're amazing at this. Um, are there, next thing is a set of smart glasses. So it's technology helping you and being safe and those things. Um, and also one of the things I wanted to point out is we try and find our stories for this show from all over the place. This mm-hmm. came out of an accounting, uh, thing that I follow, Um, and for totally different reasons, an accounting firm during the pandemic had a problem of trying to do audits, and what they did was they shipped smart glasses, the augmented reality glasses, out to people. Here's a picture of them right there, and connected to the computer, you can see what they are looking at, and you can see everything that's going on, and so nobody can go hide anything on you. Because if you go look into the filing cabinet, you're going to go look at those files, and you can't hide those files from the auditor anymore because the auditor's looking through your eyes. Um, plus, you can go get any expert that you want to go look at the video feed and say, "Hey, well, no, wait." The example they use in the article is bananas. You know, it, if somebody's trying to uh, show whether these bananas are too spoiled for their thing and they need an audit, I was. This is just blew my mind. It was like, yeah, that's exactly the way of doing this
1: this is, this is kind of like a out of mission impossible you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like makes a mission impossible gadget made accessible yeah,
0: I know I and, have, and this is the yeah. original theory of Google Glass, I mean from years ago, and everybody hated that idea, but now look at this is how it really would work in the real world as these have evolved just quietly in the background for everybody
1: yeah and i was I was reading in the article that. So you can use it for your own, like you can see from me, you can see more than the, the naked eye, but also other people can see where you're seeing. Is that yeah. correct if i wrong? Yep. Did I understood this yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
1: How would that work? Like so it's it got like it's camera?
0: got cam yeah, there's cameras built right into the side of the glasses. Um, or on both frames at the edges and there's a camera there that you can see everywhere where they look, where they turn their head, that's where you're seeing, that's what you're doing. And since it's feeding back to your computer, you could have multiple people on your end being able to watch and verify of what the person's walking around and doing. And put this on a building sure. inspector as he's walking through and checking wires and checking plumbing and doing all the stuff. And you can have the plumber and the electrician and everybody sitting back in the office saying, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, that's where it's supposed to be. No, that joint there No, this. Yeah.
1: That brings the element of safety in the workplace. Like mm-hmm. now that you're saying like in, a, in an inspection, if you are in a hazardous or um dangerous environment and you know you can see possible yeah. Yeah. possible um you know you could you could see possible dangers, but also you can have more people with you.
0: This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. The only slightly creepy part is like, if you're going to force your employees to wear this and you're the boss and you can watch over their eyes and see what they're doing all day long.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that the the ethical part of. What are you using it for and how you're using it? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's like general, uh, there's a lot of technology out there. It's great, but there, there's some possible gray that's, lines. That yeah, that's it. how is it
0: applied? How is it
1: there? Uh, yeah.
0: Um, We did squeeze in another story today because this story was just too cool to pass up. And neither of us could decide what we wanted to do. There's a new experiment where they printed a prosthetic thumb for people, not a replacement thumb, which those have been doing for years and years. The libraries won awards for printing hands for people and stuff on the 3D printers. This experiment gave people a sixth digit, a second Uh thumb to let them experiment with what it would be like to live with six digits.
1: I, As I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, I wanna be part of this experiment and study because yes. like I was imagining myself as, you know, the people that are perfectly healthy, they don't need that. You know, we're talking about prosthetics, but these are the people that participated in this had all body, you know, they didn't really needed it, but enhancement. And I was thinking about myself, if I were to participate here and I had specifically the thumb, like, how will my mind and body react to this? Would it be immediate? Like, I will know how to use it immediately or would I be blocked? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing. It's people used it for a couple of weeks. And they were able to pick up on and how to control it and use it. Um, here's a, an example here where you can see the little motor that's there where you f- think about flexing your arm in a particular way. And it collapses that extra thumb on the far right if you're using your right-hand side. Um, and it collapses that extra thumb there for you. So you can hold, in the example I'm showing now, the three balls that are up there on the screen doing this. Um, holding an ex- Holding a teacup. And being able to use your other fingers to hold the teacup and other fingers on your same hand to stir with. Um, and it's really, really insane. Um, they were wearing it all day long. They wore it um, up to uh, two to six hours a day wearing this because of batteries, because, you you know, for battery life and stuff. And they said that there was a lot of people in the study that felt like they were missing it when they took it off.
1: Cause you just because, got so
0: used to having right. the extra ability there.
1: It's incredible how the body adapts. Like I understand at first, it's it might be like a shock, like mm-hmm. your brain, your brain and your body getting adjusted to whatever it's not part of your body, both external and internal. Like that's what happens when we get sick. Your body gets a shock, but then in this particular, um, with this particular enhancement, your body gets adapted to it. Yeah. yeah, to the point of missing it, and this this all article... in all
0: in only a couple of weeks.
1: Wow, well, well, isn't it? And correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it? I have read that you create a routine. Like it takes two weeks for you to fall into a routine.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. If you if you do, in theory, if you mm-hmm. do something every day for two weeks, that becomes a habit. And then at 30 days, that becomes ingrained and it's what you're going to do and how we do. We actually uh, did a little thing about that in our um, apps talk that we did about how, how to train yourself into to doing certain things. So, yeah, side note, never try and promise yourself, oh, I'm going to do this every day for the next year. No, you're going to do it every day for the next week and then build on that. Don't ever tell it yourself. Oh, I'm going to do this for now.
1: Yeah, no, uh, yeah, as it reminds me, when I was starting to train for um, a health marathon, I was, I was overwhelmed and it was building from there a mile, yep. two yep. miles until I got used to it. And it's very similar to this. You get your body just. Yeah, adapt, yeah. so it's part of you and actually this article took me to something. It's mentioned in there, and I didn't know about this. I didn't know there was a term for it, but transhumanism. Yep. Yep. I so distract, tra- yeah, you know transhumanism
0: for those, is, it's the idea of uh, augmented humanity in a way. Um, augmented human in, in, is how some people talk about it. And mm-hmm. that means doing things like, uh, in a very simple sense, if you have uh, a, the NFC chip, that you've got in your fob for your car or maybe for the door or anything like that there are people who have those actually implanted into their um hand and so all you have to do is wait put your hand up and wave it and bam it just works
1: whoa okay at a a very at
0: a very low level that's what transhumanism is or doing you know much more advanced things yeah there's all sorts of craziness
1: Whoa! I had no it's idea. It's a great like, I topic to go trans- talk about, right? Like tr- transhumanism. Like I didn't know what it was, and then I started. Like I went through a rabbit hole. Oh my goodness, yeah. looking for this, um, and um, like f- the the idea of freezing your body to preserve it. Um, I like I was starting Craziness, to think about Robo- yeah. RoboCop.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, yep,
1: yep, yep. Wow. We do
0: have we do have one more story I want to highlight for everybody and. In- The reason why it's this might end up being uh, one of the cool stories of the week. But I think this is actually going to change a lot of insight in the United States. Um, Electric vehicles, if you've been on the show or watched the show in the past, you know, I've talked about it before. I've driven an electric car now for six years, however long. Um, Now, how long have you had yours, Mari?
1: Um, Three years now.
0: Isn't it? So... The Ford F one fifty, which is the po- most popular selling car truck any anyway in the United States, um, has they just revealed yesterday the um full electric version of it. Three hundred mile range, under forty thousand dollars, and it's a regular pickup truck.
1: Whoa, like we, yeah. I mean, it is me. I tend to think about electric cars, the smaller, the more simple, the simplicity of it, I guess, yeah. that's how yeah. I will call it. But a truck, like you tend to think about trucks like heavy duty, pulling heavy stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that's
0: exactly what this is. Standard, I mean, you can see the pictures here. Standard, normal towing capacity, standard capacity out of yes. the back to load everything in, except for one extra bonus you don't have an engine. So that gives you an extra trunk up front.
1: Whoa, 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 I love storage.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. the fact
1: that it gives you, I mean, already a truck kind of promise you storage. Wow, right, right, right. It's an insane
0: thing, yeah. So there's this, Uh, oh, and by the way, just in case uh, your power goes out, you can use the truck to take the power out of the battery from the truck and put mm-hmm. it back into your house to power mm-hmm. your lights and stuff during a hurricane. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The, they really went all out on this. Um, wow. Ford is pushing. at This is now the top. I mean, GM has their Hummer, but doesn't even come close to this.
1: Wow. And
0: this is not announced now, and it's coming out in three years. You wow. can reserve it right now for this mm-hmm. model year, for wow. 2022 model year.
1: I see government using like rescue units. Yes. Using the yeah, wow. And it's
0: got a three hundred mile range, so you don't have to. For the average person driving around, they can use this anytime they want, anywhere they want. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, it may not be great for a firefighter who has to you know go off into the forest in the in the Rockies, but Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for the vast majority of people who own trucks and are driving them around, you're parking your truck overnight in your garage and it recharges i mean it's the same thing for you right i drive my car back and forth to work every day yeah. get home yeah. plug it in in the morning i'm at full charge i can go another 200 something miles if i need to
1: right yeah right. but i don't think about it like the other way around like my house is powering my car but like my car uh-huh. is powering my house yeah <sighs>
0: That's why that, that's why I wanted to highlight this story today because this is the kind of thing that's going to change what everybody thinks about what my car should do. And oh, by the way, look at the control panels inside of the car and everything like that. Yeah, this is going, this, this is the way of the future. And this is why these companies, everyone believes they're going, the United States yep. is going to be fully electrified um, in mm-hmm. the next five years. Yeah, it's just... Like- it's just
1: Between a car, like choosing, if you had to choose a car that will give you all those power features um, with um, what I was going to say, my train of of thought. Um, Yeah, like choosing a car that that have all those features with gas or no, especially gas being so expensive or so erratic. The prices are just Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and it's so much cheaper charging. Oh, yeah. there's just no, no two about it. It's, I never miss, never going back, never going back to it. I'm fine. Well, thank you very much, Ms. Maury for being here this week. It's been a lot of fun doing this. Tell us what's going on at Southwest regional. What are you guys working on.
1: So we are getting ready for summer. Summer is an amazing time for libraries because it's a time when, especially as a children's librarian, it's a time when kids are out or at school and they're looking for fun stuff to do, but still learning. So we have the summer learning program happening during summer. And one special element of summer learning program is tracking the reading. Reading is so important to keep them um, learning in a fun way. And we are using a program called Beanstack, which is um, an online tracker, a reading tracker. And one of the things I love about Beanstack is it just makes it super easy for readers, especially families, parents, grownups um, that have multiple readers in a home. You can have one account, have all the readers in there and track the reading. Basically, you can download the app on your phone. And you can scan the ISBN of the book, and it will immediately populate all the information of that book, like title, um, author into the app into the account. And, then- and it tracks
0: everything from your past. Yes. And oh, by the way, if you're here in Broward, Broward county schools, your same Beanstack account works for the summer learning program also. And it's not just kids, it's adults it's adults. And- Listening to your audiobook counts as reading and will help towards your challenges. And we've got some really cool prizes. If you didn't see the unboxing video from the library Facebook feed, you should go find that. They had a lot of fun showing off some of the prizes that are coming out just for registering for it.
1: Right. Yeah, it has um so the summer learning programs for all ages, baby through adults. Um, there's a little bit for everybody in there. And it's not just reading, there's challenges like um just to give you an example, if you attend a program, you mark down a challenge. So it's it's not just reading. Reading is an important element of the summer learning program, but you also have challenges that include events and doing fun stuff. Um so Yeah, we are in it for a treat summer It's, it's a great time.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be really, it's, it's gonna be packed this summer. Uh, A lot of stuff online for everybody to go around. All of our buildings are open, so you can come on into them to pick up your books. We're not doing in person programming in the buildings, but you can still come in and grab all of your books, get all your holds. If you are still being cautious, we have curbside delivery still for you. So you can, you can participate in this any way you want all sorts of different things. So yeah. it's a and lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and bringing it to the technology before we go, it's another way, like this cool app brings, bring us together in reading and there's a new uh, feature in beast particularly where, um, readers, you can use it a kind of like a social media readers can connect mm-hmm. accounts yeah. and you can see what other friends are reading. And so that's oh, nice. Nice. So this new element to the bean stack. So it's how technology connects us, improve our learning and sharing, um, and how libraries using it to keep connected with stay connected with our readers. Anywhere you that's are.
0: A, that's okay. a really good thing. Thank,
1: Thank, you. Thank you
0: again so much for being here, Miss Mari.
1: I loved it. I loved it. I have to come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will. So everybody out there, if you have any ideas, if you want to feature your favorite librarian or library on here, email us at creationstationatbrower.org. Or if you have a story that you want to forward to us and make us highlight, give us a ring. Let us know what's going on. Thank you all very much. We'll see you next week. Stay connected.